0: Faith FM, uh, it is time for our encounter with God. But before we jump into that with you, Sharissa, let us do the quiz. Question four, second last question. This is 400 points. What was the second, sorry, not second. What was the two-letter name of Jacob's homeland? So, Sorry, not Jacob. Job. Oh, wow, I'm one. really just butchering oh. this. <laughs> what was the two-letter name of Job's homeland? So the, Job's home.
1: I think I know it, it has a
0: name, and it's only two letters long, I love basically. It. If you know what the answer is, 0491 064 669, text or call. Uh, DJ Shell will be taking your answers. It is also the number to call or text if you have a question. That's have right. you ever sent in a question of the day? Should I start? haven't. Oh, you should. I've been answering some. Yeah. <laughs> True story. You've been doing a good job of that as well. Uh. Yeah, I've, I've sent a in a good few questions. in my time. They're really great. And just a quick reminder that there is a free concert happening this Saturday night at 6 p.m. at the Hamilton Seventh-day Adventist Church here in the Newcastle area, 105 Hamilton, uh, Lindsay Street, Hamilton, 2302 is the postcode. It is the Eastwood Missions Choir and Orchestra. It's a free sacred concert. Come along to that. You'll have a wonderful um, blessing, actually. We have a blessing of a time. Charissa,
1: yes, we have some text messages too. Oh, we do. We've been listening. We have listeners out there. Special um, thanks for the texts. Uh, here they are. I am grateful that God is a loving God and loves a sinner like me.
0: Amen. I'm grateful. That's for something that too. we can all be grateful for.
1: And then they had a comment. Someone else has a comment on your um, positive news. Wow, you surely had a lot of positive news, Monica. Great start for the day. Amen. And there's Amen. a couple of emojis there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love emojis. Yeah, it's very, this person very happy. And then this one, <laughs> based on the continuing news, would you like some butter and COVID on your sandwich? <laughs>
0: No, 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 we don't not. want that.
1: And here's the last one. Compulsory vaccine Greece. The new world order won't stop till everyone is vaccinated. Truly a new world order for all. I still believe that God is in charge. He turned the water into wine. He can turn the vaccines into water or wine.
0: <laughs> Hopefully I'm not, not the about wine. That <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Good point. God is definitely in control and he certainly can turn water into wine and by wine we mean grape juice because as we know from <laughs> all we this like week I've been going on and, on and on about it it has no antioxidants and it does cause cancer.
1: <laughs> so it's definitely John, just grape juice. Thanks for the refresh yeah. and uh, you know uh, before we begin our encounter time, maybe, and before we pray, we should also spare a thought and pray for all of our Year 12 students. Oh, I was just yeah. made aware my maths teacher actually just posted on, on social media, thoughts and prayers with Year 12 students everywhere this morning. You are not defined by your marks. You are so much oh. more than that. I oh, thought that was beautiful. So,
0: Wait, hang on. You're still in touch with your
1: maths teacher? Uh, we we're friends on Facebook. Wow, dude! Believe it or not, even after all my grades, <laughs> maths was maths is my worst. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I'm not a math mathematician, but yeah, he he's a good good guy. That's great! Praise the Lord for all,
0: all of those messages. Really appreciate yeah. people texting and yeah, give us a text if you just even want to have a chat. Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. If I'm saying that number too fast, just jump on Google and go look up. The Faith FM website, and it's written on the um, top of the website there.
1: Awesome. Sharissa, let's get back to Hebrew. Let's do so. And maybe would you like to open with a prayer for us?
0: I would love to open with a prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this beautiful opportunity that we have to, in freedom and peace, study your word. I ask that you please bless us, bless all the listeners, help us to learn something about you. Um, through the book of Hebrews. In your holy name we pray.
1: Amen. Amen. Well, yesterday we trekked right through chapter 3, which I was quite surprised, actually, we got through it so quickly. We didn't mess around. We didn't. (laughs) And uh, we identified that there is a common theme, and we're going to discover that theme continues in chapter 4, and that is rest. Jesus is the giver of rest, as you read the Bible. And the rest that God gives is not something that you can find anywhere else in this world. It's not something we find even by getting more sleep. Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a different kind of rest. Some people are enjoying this rest today. Sadly, many people are not enjoying this rest today. But this rest has been available to human beings ever since God made Adam and Eve way back in the Garden of Eden. So there is a special rest available to us all.
0: Is it similar to the you know how yesterday you took us to the book of Numbers to read. Yes. Um and we were, I can't remember which chapter we we're in. Thirteen
1: and fourteen.
0: But at the the last verse of that chapter said the land had peace from war and oh, it was at was rest.
1: That wasn't that chapter. But uh yeah there was rest Yeah, there but was the a, land
0: had rest from
1: war. Yeah. And I was like that's a
0: great way of saying like you know, there was peace time. Like, the land was at rest. That's yes.
1: nice. Yeah. And Absolutely. I was thinking
0: we should talk about that, but I guess we are. We well we
1: <laughs> let's talk about it because I thought we'd talk about two things today. Uh first of all the rest that God gave to Israel because we also saw that they didn't receive that rest too and because of unbelief we talked about that yesterday. So we're going to talk about what was the rest that God offered to Israel? Why didn't they enter that rest? We'll just refresh. And then we want to talk about what is the rest that God offers to us today? How can we experience that rest? When will we enjoy it? Those are the kinds of things I thought we'd talk about. So um, yeah, we read yesterday Hebrews chapter 3 verse 19 so we see that they could not enter in because of...
0: Unbelief. Unbelief.
1: One Unbelief. word. One word meant the difference between them crossing over into the promised land and then crossing God. That's <laughs> <Yes, laughs> true. And uh, same today. And so it's interesting when we look at the study of ancient Israel and like you just brought out, the, the land had rest. Actually, I'm, I'm looking here in my notes. Deuteronomy 12 verse 10 says that he gives you rest from all your enemies roundabout, so that you dwell in safety.
0: Yeah, wow. Beautiful. That's isn't? a nice promise.
1: Isn't it? And God offered Israel two types of rest, a physical place to rest called the promised land. He brought them into that place so they could have rest. But also he gives them time, a moment in time to rest. And we'll talk about that. So Abraham, God had made a promise to Abraham way back, Genesis 15. Uh, yes, way back in Genesis 15, I thought, where did the time go? <laughs> um, yeah, that uh, that he would bring them into a promised land, his descendants he would bring into a, the promised land. But in order for them to have rest in that promised land, they were going to have to do some things when they got to that promised land. And one of those things was expel evil. Like they were to get rid of idolatry from the land. They were to make the place where God was leading them, this promised land, it was to be a place where they could be at rest, rest from their enemies, rest in God's love. And by resting in him and experiencing rest in this place, they were to be a witness, a light. Um, people were to look at Israel and say, wow, we want to know more about your God because yeah. you guys have something we don't have. Yeah, That was the whole purpose of God bringing them there.
0: I like the parallels between what's happening in, in that story and then also just in I guess our own personal Christian walk, if we expel evil from our lives and we practice faith and not unbelief, we will have rest in our hearts and our minds.
1: I love that yeah. actually, you've just summarized the whole thing. Sorry. We could just Did I jump to the end <laughs> We could just stop right now, <laughs> but uh yeah, and on top of that physical place to rest, God also has given to the human race. A time to rest, a weekly time to rest It's called the Sabbath. Mm. Um, we read about it in, you know, way back when God created the world in six days, then He rests on the seventh day. And it's interesting, Mon, We probably don't have time. Well, we should probably look at it, but I'll maybe you go to Deuteronomy chapter five, verses twelve um, to fifteen. I'm on and, it. And I'll just uh, summarize what the Bible says about the Sabbath in the Ten Commandments in Exodus twenty. There in Exodus 20, verse 8 to 11, you read the full fourth commandment. But there God says that we should remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work. But the seventh is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. Why should we rest? For... Or in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth the sea and all that is in them and rested the seventh day so the Sabbath points back to creation, um, in Exodus twenty. What about what have you got there in? Deuteronomy uh... Uh, five,
0: uh, verse twelve. am going to read this. Yeah, go ahead. Observe the Sabbath day by keeping it holy as the Lord your God has commanded you. You have six days each week for your ordinary work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath day of rest dedicated to the Lord your God. On that day, no one in your household may do any work. This includes you, your sons and daughters, your male and female servants, your oxen and donkeys and other livestock, and any foreigners living among you. All your male and female servants must rest as you do. Remember that you were once slaves in Egypt, but the Lord your God brought you out with his strong hand and powerful arm." This is why the Lord your God has commanded you to rest on the Sabbath day.
1: Beautiful. So the Sabbath's an everybody thing. It's for yeah. even the animals. <laughs> <laughs> True. All the right? animals are, are mentioned there. But I love how, you know, in Exodus, it's about creation. Here, it's about remember that God delivered you from slavery. So it's about redemption. It's about deliverance. The Sabbath is invested and infused by God with tremendous meaning. And it's, it's a rich blessing for us to find rest in Him. We'll come back to that because uh, as we see, you know, the Bible says that they did not enter in because of unbelief, enter into God's rest. We'll talk about that maybe in the next segment.
0: Yeah, so we're going to be looking at Hebrews uh, ongoing throughout the next few months. So stay tuned. We'll be right back after this message. You're listening to Faith FM, Positively Different Radio.
1: And so as we were just talking about there with uh, the Sabbath and we were just reflecting on the end of Hebrews chapter 3, so we see they could not enter in because of unbelief. We, We looked at that yesterday, but... Uh, let's maybe read now chapter 4, and if you could just read um, verses 1, 2, 4.
0: God's promise of entering his rest still stands, so we ought to tremble with fear that some of you might fail to experience it. For this good news, that God has prepared this rest, has been announced to us just as it was to them. But it did them no good because they didn't share the faith of those who listen to God. For only we who believe can enter his rest. As for the others, God said, In my anger I took an oath. They will never enter my place of rest, even though this rest has been made ready since he made the world. We know it is ready because of the place in the scriptures where it mentions the seventh day. On the seventh day God rested from all his work.
1: Okay, so this is beautiful. And I really like just backing up verse 3, for we who have believed do enter. And yeah. they, in the Greek, the, the the language there is in the present indicative, which means for we who have believed are entering that present rest. It's a continuing daily experience that we are able to have this rest oh, that comes with a full surrender to God. Now, if you could just, I know you just finished reading. <laughs> um, could you just read on right down to verse to
0: verse 9. Sure. But in the other passage, God said, They will never enter my place of rest. <clears throat> so God's rest is there for people to enter. But those who first heard this good news failed to enter because they disobeyed God. So God set another time for entering his rest, and that time is today. Mm. God announced this through David, <clears throat> excuse me, much later in the words already quoted Today, when you hear his voice, don't harden your hearts. Now, if Joshua had succeeded in giving them this rest, God would not have spoken about another day of rest still to come. So there is a special rest still waiting for the people of God.
1: Uh, Yeah. Sorry, this is good news. God has a special rest that is available to you, to all of us uh, today. Uh, That's exciting, isn't it? That's really exciting. This is relevant.
0: And I'm actually standing at how often when it talks about entry as rest, the verses also talk about belief and about faith. It seems like faith in... Rest seem to be quite closely linked.
1: Absolutely, and I think we need to unpack that even more. I like here too how as you read in verse 7, you know, we've heard uh, yesterday in verse uh, chapter 3, verse 7, today if you will hear his voice, and then in verse 15 of chapter 3, today if you will hear his voice. it repeats it again, chapter 4, verse 7, today after such a long time, today if you will hear his voice. There's a lot of em- emphasis on, the, on that word today. Why is today such an important time in our lives?
0: Because it might be our last today. <laughs> exactly.
1: Like none <laughs> of us knows bad, about true. tomorrow. Yeah.
0: Like- and that's one of the great things about God's promises is that we can have access to them today. We don't have to wait till tomorrow or the weekend or next week or until we're perfect enough.
1: Amen. Man, I love that. And actually, if you look here in, uh, could you read verse 11 for us?
0: Yeah. Um, so let us do our best to enter that rest. But if we disobey God as the people of Israel did, we will fall.
1: Interesting. You know, my version says, let us therefore be diligent. And you said?
0: Um, obede- uh, uh, no. Again, disobedient. No, it was no, a, no, no, no. Um, verse, let us do our best.
1: Do our best. Yes. Do our best. Be diligent. And my, I look it up in the um, in my concordance here, and it means to make an effort, be prompt, be earnest, to use speed even in um, entering into God's rest. Why do you think it requires diligence or this to make an effort to enter into God's rest I guess if we're not intentional about seeking God if we're not intentional about putting our faith in him about looking to Jesus about doing something practical in our lives every day that actually puts us in the path of walking in faith then we won't right and that's exactly what happened with the children of Israel Uh, they they did not put keep their focus on the promise of God and so They had unbelief, and we see that unbelief is just as contagious as is faith, by the way. Uh, So, uh, yeah, we really need to keep our focus on Christ. I um, would like to read to you this this comment. It's a quote actually from a lady named Ellen G. White in in a book called That I May Know Him, Him Being Jesus. She says, The land to which we are traveling is in every sense far more attractive than was the land of Canaan to the children of Israel. What's she talking about? What stayed their progress just in sight of the goodly land? It was their own willful unbelief that turned them back. They were unwilling to risk anything upon the promises of God. And then she speaks to us. And now looking back, we are standing as it were upon the very borders of the heavenly Canaan. If we have faith in the promises of God, we shall show that we are not living for this world, but are making it our first business to prepare for that holy land. So the counsel, the encouragement for us that I get from that is we need to put our faith in God's promises today, not put it off. And how can we do that in a practical sense?
0: Read the Bible and like, memorize, commit them to heart. Memorize them. Yeah, scripture Plain memory them. is actually yeah. really
1: powerful. Yeah, um, if you struggle with memorization, you can do it. Everybody's memorizing yes. something. It can
0: be improved. That's right, yeah. especially through Bible uh, memorization.
1: Yeah, even um, back to singing. One singing actually helps. Oh, really? There yeah, you, you go. can remember a tune better when you sing it's it. So
0: true, isn't
1: it? Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> something stuck in your head from
1: like. <laughs> Absolutely. And so uh, today we are called to acknowledge that God has been faithful to us. And, you know, have we got enough reasons to trust God today? Absolutely. So many reasons,
0: right? So many reasons, more than ever before.
1: We have more reasons. And so that's why we can make haste, be diligent to enter into God's rest. Every
0: day there's more reasons to trust God.
1: Amen. Well, do you want to read um, for us verses 12 and 13?
0: Absolutely. For the word of God is alive and powerful. It is sharper than the sharpest two edged sword, cutting through soul, between soul and spirit, between joint and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. Nothing in all creation is hidden from God. Everything is naked and exposed before his eyes. He is the one to whom we are accountable.
1: Wow. Mm. Uh, That's pretty powerful right there, isn't it? Absolutely. This is speaking of the word of God. Uh, The Word of God is living. It is powerful. It's sharper than a two-edged sword. It pierces even to the division of soul and spirit and the joints and the marrow. And it's a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the hearts. What does it mean to be a discerner? Well, it means here that it it means, I've got a note in my Bible, by a favorable response to the impression made upon the conscience by God's Word. So we are able to determine in our lives if there is unbelief there. Like as we read God's Word, God's Word shines a light into our hearts Mm. and says, hang on, are you really trusting God? Yeah. (laughs) You know, and and we need this because this unbelief, as we saw yesterday, was what kept the children of Israel out of walking into the promised land that God had promised to them. Yeah.
0: I've always thought the Bible is almost like a mirror, right? Like it Mm. shows you for who you are.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I like too how it's um, described as like a sharp two-edged sword. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's not a, a sharp to to kill like a butcher, but it's yeah. like a surgeon. It right, yeah. like does heart surgery on us, if you will. And it cuts to it cuts to help cuts live, to, cuts to heal, yeah, cuts to help right. us live. And uh, often when you're reading it, you might be reading it to share with somebody else, but it cuts you before it cuts the other person. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: is such a good point.
1: Yeah. Well, um, we need to also consider here that God is encouraging us to enter into his rest. Now, if, if um, you know, in verse 8, could you read verse 8 again?
0: Yeah, now if Joshua had succeeded in giving them this rest... God would not have spoken about another day of rest still to come.
1: Okay, so if if the rest that God offered was just entering into the promised land, God would not be continually talking about us also being able to experience that rest. But the very fact that God encourages us to enter this rest, the very fact that Paul is talking about it, means that God is still longing to give you and I perfect rest. The very first rest that the human race ever experienced was way back in the Garden of Eden, on the first Sabbath, like that was their first day of life.
0: Was the rest of the
1: Sabbath. Wow. Was, well, Sabbath. Like, yeah, Because wow. God made them on a Friday. So their first full day after being created was the seventh day Sabbath and they got to see God rest <laughs> and they were resting with him.
0: It really tells you how important the, the rest is to God to, for us to follow
1: his word. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, we, we want to – God wants for us to experience that rest – What kind of rest, um, when we're talking about resting in God and that rest that comes from a full surrender to Him, what kind of things are we resting from?
0: I think it's talking about having afternoon naps, isn't
1: it? More than that. (laughs) (laughs) Not quite. (laughs) It's talking about, like, we have a rest from trying to impress other people. We have a rest from the... Keeping up with the Joneses, we have a rest from the world, the politics of the world, the rat race. COVID, we can rest from worrying about all of these things. And rest in the knowledge of the fact that God loves us, God made us, and he will come back for us to take us to his home. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different.
0: Welcome back. You're listening to The Breakfast Show on Faith FM. We are going to have one last quiz clue, Sharissa. Good. This is our 500 point question. <clears throat> How are you going with this quiz so far? I, I'm all of them, apart from that first yeah, one. Yeah, right? that first yeah, one. No I'm worries. Just... Okay. What intelligent, beautiful woman married a king? After her surly husband died. Well, wow, at first, at first, I thought that was going to be about me. But then <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> what intelligent, beautiful woman married a king after her surly husband died? Surly. Surly. That means like bad-tempered.
1: Oh, surly.
0: <clears throat> yeah, bad-tempered and mean and died. grumpy. Um, give us a call: zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. Not to be confused with burly, because that means yeah, big yeah, and strong. Yeah. 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 Wow. It'd be pretty awkward if you had someone who's burly and surly. <laughs> it's scary. Uh zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. Just give you that number again. Give us a text. If you can get them all right, we'll give you the entire goodie bag. Sounds good. Sharissa, let's get back into it. We're
1: on our home run now and yes. uh, we've just discovered that God's offering to to us rest. A rest that we can find from this world, rest in him, rest in the salvation that's like that he offers to us, rest in his grace. The question I have now is for all of us is when do we get to enjoy this? When can we enjoy this? We talked about the seventh-day Sabbath, which is obviously a weekly rest. Mm. But, you know, is there a rest for Thursday? (laughs) Is there a rest for us right now? And maybe um, if you could just read verse 10 of Hebrews chapter 4.
0: Indeed. Let me turn there. For all who have entered into God's rest, have rested from their labors, just as God did after creating the world.
1: Mm-hmm. Interesting. So we are liberated from our own works of trying to save ourselves.
0: Oh yeah, that's a good rest to be resting. Yeah, from that's the rest we really need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: from when we when we rest, we can rest from our works of trying to save ourselves when we accept God as our Creator and Redeemer which is what the Sabbath reminds us of and encourages us to do. And so we are free from trying to achieve our own salvation um, through our own works when we accept Jesus as our Savior.
0: That actually reminds me of Mother Teresa. (laughs)
1: Does it?
0: Yeah. Have you ever read the diaries of Mother Teresa? It's heartbreaking. You know how she was famous for doing so many good works? Mm. It turns out if you read her diaries, she was doing them because she was desperately afraid that she would not get into heaven. She had no assurance. So she was working, 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 sacrificing, sacrificing, sacrificing because she was trying to earn her way. She didn't have that rest in her heart, Um, which is just so tragic if you think about it because she was, you know, we all think of her as being like one of the, I hate to use the word, but goodest people on the planet. So yeah, she needed to hear this message.
1: And you know what? Chances are there's someone out there right now who wants to hear the same message. She needs to hear the same message. And maybe mine, if you could read Matthew chapter 11, verse 29. This is what Jesus has to say to to us. Uh, People who are living in a restless world, looking for rest for their souls. What does Jesus say?
0: Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart and you will find rest for your souls. Yeah,
1: This is how we enter his rest. We take Jesus as our Savior. We say, Lord, I give my life to you. I can't do this. I can't save myself. Nothing that I do is going to work. But I know that Jesus and all that he has done is all that I need. And I just, you just open your heart to him and ask Jesus to be the Lord of your life and you can enter into his rest today.
0: Yeah, and do you know how fast he wants you to do that? He Today, to run. You know, we <laughs> just read true. that he said, "Let us do our best." You know, you look up the word diligent in the Concord. Concord. With speed. Really speed. So basically, he wants us to run to him.
1: I like that. Yeah, good point. And um, back in Hebrews chapter four again, you know, it says there remains a rest for the people of God. That that rest is not just present right now, and and every Sabbath, every day when you worship God, you worship God every day, and every Sabbath we are particularly reminded of God's salvation, that he died for us uh, as, and he is our redeemer. We're reminded that our, he is our maker. But it also points us forward mm. to a future rest. And uh, if you could just uh, read for us um, Hebrews chapter 11 and if you could just read verses um, 13 to 16. All these people died still believing
0: what God had promised them. They did not receive what was promised, but they saw it all from a distance and welcomed it. They agreed that they were foreigners and nomads here on earth. Obviously, people who say such things are looking forward to a country they can call their own. If they had longed for the country they came from, they would have gone back. But they were looking for a better place, a heavenly homeland. That is why God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he prepared
1: a city for them. Amen. So that's the ultimate rest, is a rest in God's kingdom are uh, being arrested, by the way, not arrest, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but resting in God's kingdom with him for eternity, like that, being at peace. I feel like we have three
0: different kinds of rest here. We yeah. have the daily rest, like mm-hmm. rest from our mental anguish. We have uh, weekly rest, the Sabbath rest, rest from our work. Mm-hmm. And then we have the rest that we will experience in heaven, rest That's from cool. this world. I like that. From this, this miserable life here on earth,
1: you summarize that really well. And maybe um, just to wrap us wrap up this section, if you can go back to Hebrews four and just finish off this chapter. How do we know that God would really accept us? Like when we saw, we said, "Come to Him today, make speed, come with haste." How do we know that God's going to even embrace us with all of our faults, with all of our hey? Does He even know the baggage that I carry in my life? Check this out: Hebrews four fourteen to sixteen.
0: Isn't so that beautiful. the best news? That's incredible, yeah.
1: Like uh, we don't have to be afraid of coming to God. We don't have to be afraid of what he's going to think of us and all that we've done. When we come to him, we come to one who loves us, who's been, who's lived in our shoes, so to speak. Like he became one, one of us, God, in the garb of humanity. But he understands our frailties and, our, and he wants us anyway. Amen. It's powerful. And so, um, yeah, I just think that that's a really, really important thing. I want to share with you another quote. Uh, This is from a beautiful devotional book called This Day with God. And the author there writes, Oh, if everyone would know only by, sorry, let me start again. Oh, if everyone would only know by personal experience how much of heaven's promised rest can be secured to the soul, even now by sincere prayer. God's wow. only a prayer away. You can have rest. I don't know what it is you're stressed about today, but you can have rest if you just turn to God in prayer. Uh, if one has not learned this lesson, every other lesson of life better not be learned till he or she shall learn in the school of Christ how to master this lesson. Oh, what a theme to contemplate that man depraved and lost in his natural condition may be renewed and saved by the gracious help that Christ gives him in the gospel. The love of Jesus in the soul will drive out the enemy who is seeking to take possession of man. And listen to this. Every trial patiently borne, every blessing thankfully received, every temptation faithfully resisted with the help of God will make you a strong man or woman in Jesus Christ. All this grace may be gained in the prayer of faith. So I guess my encouragement to all of our listeners, what are you waiting for? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just turn the volume down on the radio after Faith FM this breakfast show is finished. <laughs> yeah. And give your give your heart to Jesus right now. It's nothing nothing. Yeah, don't
0: delay. Run don't to delay. him. Absolutely. Run to him. Yeah, yeah. this is um this Bible
1: says like a really great de stressor. Oh, yeah, it is. Just the word rest is very (laughs) distressing. But uh, maybe we should say a prayer for our listeners. Yes, let's do it. Lord, thank you so much for the rest that Jesus gives to us. And we pray for everyone that is listening. We pray, Lord, that you would help them to choose Jesus to experience his rest too. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: If you are listening for the first time to Faith FM and you would like to know more about the Bible or about our 20 million movement Bible study, uh, just give us a buzz here, 0491 or you can jump on the website, faithfm.com.au. Um, we have a bunch of uh, references and, and uh, resources that are just for you.
1: You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different.
0: Welcome to The Breakfast Show here with Charissa and Mon this morning. Charissa, I'm going to run you through all those quiz oh, answers. Okay. okay. So Jesus comes back in power and great glory in a cloud. Okay. Yeah, that was the one he was stuck on. Yep. Um, Joseph is the Israelite uh, who was a powerful official in Egypt that was confronted by his betraying brothers and forgave them still. Um, John calls the New Jerusalem that he saw in a vision coming down out of heaven, the holy city. The two letter name of Job's homeland is Uz, Uz, Uz. Uz, 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 Yeah, (laughs) Uz. And the beautiful, intelligent woman that married a king after her surly husband died was Abigail.
1: Oh, I didn't get that one. Oh, really? Yeah, I couldn't. I was trying to think. I love
0: that story. Yeah? Yeah, she's such a smarty pants. I mean, not like in a sassy way, but like, you know, her husband was so horrid, and then she knew what to do. She humbled herself, she supplied the king and his warriors with goods and yeah she she was on i need it. to go
1: back and refresh that one
0: yeah it's a good story Just check it out okay it is now time for question of the day didn't catch me at that time jingle i was ready <laughs> okay question of the day today is um a bit of a gnarly one so i hope you're ready for this is it true That God killed about 25 million people in the Bible because Satan only killed about 60 people, 10 of which... God allowed Satan to kill as a part of a bet in the book of Job.
1: Wow, what a question. Mm. Well, I'm not sure. Loaded. I'm not sure where this listener um, put all their statistics together from and where they got just the 60 from, but the question makes me feel a little bit uncomfortable, um, just the angle of it, because when I read the Bible, the Bible tells us clearly from beginning to end that God is the creator. He's the maker of all things. Actually, I was thinking about it on my way here to the studio this morning. I was like, "Oh, God made that tree, and the maker of that tree loves me." <laughs> <laughs> Amen. You know, like that is—that's the story of Scripture. But um, by the same token, that God is a creator, it also means that God has the right to take the breath of life as well. If He's He's the giver of life, and He has the right to take life, but it's also interesting that this person says that. Um, yeah Satan only killed sixty people i i i have I struggle with that, and the reason why is because if it wasn't for Satan like if Satan didn't choose to misuse his free will in heaven, well then there would be no death Not at all. all because no one would be choosing to you know live for themselves and to use themselves to inflict pain on other people. In fact, sometimes in the Bible when you're looking at some of those difficult places in the Old Testament which are, you know, difficult to read especially if you're only just getting used to orientating yourself in scripture, you see that God calls for the destruction of you know, an entire people group. Um, But the reason why is because these people are doing terrible things. Like they're sacrificing their children to pagan gods. They are practicing all kinds of wicked debauchery. And it's just like by not allowing that to continue, God is actually saving more people. Mm. So you've got to take this um, very carefully. I think I just want to share just a couple of scriptures with you um, to highlight this. First of all, Romans chapter 5, verse 12. Therefore, justice through one man, sin entered the world, and death through sin, and thus death spread to all men because all have sinned. Well, who was the I, who was the instigator of sin in this world? Well, you read it in Genesis. There was that serpent who slipped it into the garden. Revelation twelve nine tells us that serpent of old is called the devil and Satan, who deceives the whole world. And this is what Jesus said of the devil in John chapter eight verse forty four. He was a murderer from the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> He was a murder from beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks, he speaks from his own resources. He speaks of life when he speaks from his own resources for he is a liar and the father of it. So yeah, God is the author of life. God has the right to take life. But certainly the pandemic of sin exists in this world and death through sin because of Satan. So he is responsible for every death that has ever, ever occurred throughout history. And one day the Bible tells us that Jesus will defeat Satan Death once and for all, and he will also destroy Satan as well, the author of death.
0: He's also responsible for Christ's death.
1: That's a oh, perfect point yep. right there. So, yeah, I think be careful with the, the angle we take that um, question, but when you put it all on the table, all the things that God's Word tells us is a very clear answer. Yeah, amen. <clears throat> Excuse me, amen
0: to that. If you have a question, you can call or text our studio. The number is zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. You can also jump on our website and... Um, Send it in via email if you'd like to on faithfm.com.au. We don't mind what kind of question you send in. Just uh, don't feel shy. Send it in. You can That's remain right. anonymous if you'd like to. We will answer as many of them as we possibly can. Um, to change to for tomorrow, we're actually answering some questions from the book of Micah. Ooh. Yeah, not not a very common book to be uh, no. to be playing around with that question of the day. So it's gonna be very interesting. So tune in tomorrow to listen to that one. You are listening to Faith FM, this is the breakfast show with Mon and Sharissa this morning, filling in for Lyle and Lawson. Talk faith, live faith, act faith, and you will grow strong in Jesus Christ. Council's guide uphold you with the sheep securely fold you. God be.